like if, if a woman you know small woman or whatever like walks up to me and throws a brick at me or someone else yeah so that's something where do we go from here <laughs> <laughs> you can see I was. You can see my face. I was like, <laughs> I, there's, there's no point. <laughs> there's. I didn't make a point at all. <laughs> we, we put ourselves in a tough spot. How do you, so how do you want to start? You have no structure planned at all? Like, we're just going to... Not really, like... Okay. So, I think it's part of... Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> to episode... I'm back to not knowing. 50. I had a good run. You don't know? Nope. Okay. I have a couple good questions for you to start this episode off. Oh, sweet. By the way, welcome to the freestyle episode where we don't really know what we're doing. We 50, know we're listening to vinyls. 54. 54, episode 54, no plan. Yeah, no plan, no plan stands over here. Yeah, and no plan stands. What, what I figured, <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got a record player in front of us yeah. and two vinyls to listen to. We can easily talk over them at times. Like, we don't yeah. have to be, at least in my opinion, at least for one of them. The other one that has probably new stuff, we could be, like, listening for more. But, yeah. Um, it's like we're we're just out here having a conversation, you know, just guys being dudes, right? Listening to vinyls. I gotta say, so this is you know musical news for us. The uh, proof of concept for the karaoke version of Number One Spot, oh right, went well. Yes, and I think we're we're definitely gonna just not even went well that it was Man, received well. God. I just enjoyed doing it, and <laughs> oh, it it was, <laughs> it was great. And and there was like uh, maybe six people in the room, and. Before we said, "Hey, this is for us. This yeah. is not for you. This is not for anyone else." And we lost people immediately. <laughs> like people generally, we never really them. had them because we, you know, we told them this yeah. is this is for us. Don't expect but, anything. You know, they're gonna be like, "Oh, what's coming? What's coming?" Yeah, number one spot by Ludacris, which <laughs> came out in two thousand six from the Red Light District album that album. most people don't know. Like no. at this point, most people generally yeah. don't know. And we happen to know all of the words to the song. All of them. People were like, oh. Okay. Oh, they're just going to rap <laughs> yeah, for yeah. like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, for five minutes. <laughs> it's a long song. Yeah. And uh, But we did great. And I had so much fun. And we need to go to Xfinity. Xfinity? Well, they have it. Do you remember that? Wow, that's like a we, stage and everything. You we, wanted, That's a big crowd. <laughs> well, as long as we've got like Dave. I don't know. I think that's probably all we need. They're like, going to leave. Dave, all our friends are going to leave. Dave in front of us. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, like, he know, I mean, he likes Ludacris. So like. Yeah. To get point. I would love to hit, have him just do the ad libs for the refrain. Like he just we just get a third mic for him and he's just like, Wow, no man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the corner. That's all we need. He can say do. whatever and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, but that was good. That that's uh we did some research, yeah, and we did yeah. find that out. Dave now has two karaoke machines. So That's hilarious. Yeah, I know, that is really funny. It made me want to do karaoke. Yeah. What we need to do is get one of the karaoke rooms. See, that's what I was in, thinking. In Chinatown was... we can do that. Um and or there's this other place that apparently is like a little higher scale, I guess to say. Like it's just like a little bit nicer. Yeah. But it, the place looks sick. I don't know how much money it would it would be, but it looks really really cool. I'm down. Um. So something 
we should we need to do something like that just yeah i don't know it would be I, we've seen how much aaron and dave love karaoke yeah and we could absolutely get a, a group well, of people to go the other thing that we need to do is you can you can play karaoke versions of songs which we didn't do which probably was the right move granted that people had been drinking and there was no words available yeah there's no words yeah but um right that's kind of the next level but that yeah. can be real bad well like what you, you would need some real bad there's stuff. probably like some youtube ones that have the lyric prompts that are in line like just like watching it like this yeah or like put it on the tv i, mean, I just get it on the tv yeah. yeah that's probably the way to go you know right like cast it to youtube yeah yeah that could work yeah that could work i feel like that's like the next step if we ever do that again at somebody's house you know which we should yeah you know we should definitely do that again yeah yeah speaking of new year's you got any resolutions or just things you want to do in the new year? Um, I don't think I haven't like decided yet. I've I have I've had them in the past, the last couple of years, and I just haven't I haven't decided quite yeah, yet. I gotcha. It's definitely something to do with sports, like consi- sports consistency, mm-hmm. and then yeah, cool health health <laughs> in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diabetes stuff. Just kick, you want to kick diabetes? This is the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bad habit. <laughs> you stopped eating like crap. <laughs> Finally, get this under control. Yeah. That'd be so. I might need. I might start telling people that that like you have the other kind that, that you can Touch just him. get by eating. Yeah, right. <laughs> As I flex on him. Yeah. Just like he he wouldn't look like. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a problem. He's had a stomach staple the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like they they push it in. Right. Really, yeah, really it's just hard. kind of packed in and like yeah. very taped. He's wearing a he's wearing a girdle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna start telling people that. But I have like boring career stuff that I'm doing, but I want to try to get it back into reading. And I'm on my second piano book, which I've fallen off. Oh, but nice. I want to get that done. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my last That's year, I one. wanted to finish the other one, which I got to, which was great. And then I want to, I want to get back to that and run through that one. Nice. Yeah. And I was working on last time I was home, like my dad was showing me just kind of like basic like blues scales to like you can once you get the baseline down, you can kind of riff yeah, yeah, with yeah. your right hand. Yeah. Which is hard, but I want to like kind of practice more of that kind of stuff, like improv piano. In so stuff. much of the core of blues is like the same chords and notes dude it's so easy yeah. like when you look at and it and it sounds cool every time it sounds so cool yeah. i showed him a video of um it's like a very young mac miller and he's just like it's just somebody like filming on a phone of him playing the piano like playing blues and he's just doing a blues scale and i'm like is that hard like i showed him he's like that's really not he's like you just need to know the scale and just know how to like like he's literally just playing one chord and then just moving up and down a blues scale that's it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, you should learn you that in like 20 minutes. You just know how to like, just have to know how to do it and practice it. Yeah. But so that's a big one for me. Music related. And I want to listen to more albums. I kind of stopped doing that mm, as a whole. Yeah. Like front to back. I yeah. did it the other day with the new JID album. Like I went through it. Um, and it was great. Like I just like, I forgot how much I love that. Yeah. You gotta, well, it's sometimes it's often hard to even know that there's a whole album out. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you have to be following the right things nowadays. It's like yeah. it's not big news unless it's a top 
10 artists following an artist on spotify is helpful because they, then sure. they'll send you notifications about like or it'll pop up when you open the app it's like yeah. this new album's out but that's it's true like, even then sometimes you click out of that not even realizing like no you hit is. dismiss you don't read it sometimes you read it like oh I, I will listen to that and you don't even get to it so yeah i agree though that's like you just have to decide like here's the time i'm going to do this right and you don't have to be fully active listening yeah like, it's best technically but if you're like cooking or something sure that could be a great time for it yeah um but that's true i i, I don't do that that much no only should on we like specific ones revisit the resolutions that we were supposed to do i've accidentally been listening to more country music accidentally yeah it's come up um, chris stapleton in particular <laughs> not on my own but you know with i'm Liz. trying to remember because you have to you had to find some EDM songs. I had to find some EDM stuff, and I feel like I found a few. Yeah, you had um, found a few. But I don't remember what I had to do other than the Lil Xan album. That I, I still that really I, want that you I to never, do that. that. I haven't done yeah. yet. Either Lil Xan or Lil Peep. <laughs> One of those guys. Yeah. I got into a little bit of a, uh XXX kick. Just oh, like yeah, a few that's right. songs. That's right. I enjoyed those. They were good. You know? He's not. He's a talented kid. He was a talented kid. R.I.P. <laughs> You know, him and um and like Juice World, I always thought was talented. Yeah, but like I don't know, I could see the merit to that kind of stuff a little bit more now. I don't think no. you're gonna find that with Little <laughs> Peep or Little Zan. No, I don't. I'm not. But I'm definitely not. <laughs> but I need to record that. Like I need that to be. Uh, that needs to be documented just yeah. to know what I will go through. We did it with me with it. country. You have to do it with that stuff. Sure, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, because right. right. I was. I even if you go back and listen to that now, it still makes me laugh because it's just like I'm so angry. Oh, oh, oh! And I can you, hear it. Oh, like yeah, it's just like yeah. how charged up I get. And then how you like either in that episode or the next episode, you're like, I don't want to be like this. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Can't help it. You're like I don't want to be hating on what other people like. No, it's but it's really shitty. Yeah. Like I just <laughs> yeah. I don't want to put people down. Yeah. But I can't help it. It's just so stupid and bad. Like I just. I think a fair question, and we won't get into this too much. Okay. But this applies for. I think music in general, <laughs> but I think for us applies for. The genres that we don't like to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is like a, you know, a little information about me. Sure. This is like a core top three like core idea of how i live wow yeah all right yeah deep stuff okay but it applies in general but it's up to music it's a principle is i have to know why so like at work when i was starting out i was like kind of difficult because someone would say like hey can you do this oh with everything you have to mm -hmm. okay and uh like can you do this and i'm like yeah i guess but like why are we doing that this doesn't seem to make sense to me. Yeah. And then sometimes it'd be like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, I'm just telling you to do this. Well, yes, it does. Yeah. Right. And it matters to me. And so I, I was kind of difficult at times <laughs> and like stirred up some stuff, not like anything that serious, Yeah. but stirred up some <laughs> stuff enough for people to like have to address it. Wow. And again, not like I in trouble, but being like, no, I know. this is how you are. I just, I'm surprised. Yeah. And like, Jenna, who was my account executive, had to had to shift the way that she presented things. To yeah, you. trained me on certain things and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, to me the key is like when you hear someone talking about country music or whatever, is ask them why they like it, 
And if you can't get like a real answer, to me, it's warranted to be like, I don't respect, not I don't respect you, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have to respect that you like that. Yeah. Because you can't even tell me any kind of reason, like why you might like it. Mm-hmm. So I asked my, my coworker, Jordan, who she's a big country person and, and she at least gave me like, she likes the stories that they tell within the songs, Yeah, which if you think about it is some of them are okay. It's most of what country actually is because it's yeah. often the same exact song. Like, it's the same music a lot of the time. Yeah. And there's a different story told within it. Some of them were cool. Yeah. I, I, my mom showed me one pretty recently. I didn't love it, like, musically. Like, it was it was okay, but it wasn't, like, wasn't that catchy or, like, whatever. But it, it was, like, a it was called Stay in the Truck, and it's about, like, this dude that picks up this girl that's been abused dude literally this we were talking about this exact were you really? yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah my mom loves it so yeah. she, she showed it to me and i watched the music video and like stuff like that it's like all right that's it's interesting yeah, yeah. like this is like that's a cool like the, you know it still has some of the country corniness to it but like i was like that's at least original and interesting right like i could right. understand why somebody would be compelled by this like, and that's I, it you said i can understand why yeah. they could be compelled <laughs> yeah yeah and to me, that's totally fair. Not everyone will agree necessarily. No. But to me, that's totally fair of any genre. Like, you should be able to articulate somewhat why you like something. Or if you or you can say that you don't understand why. Like, yeah. people that listen to dubstep or something that, like, might sound so crazy. It just makes you feel good. It's like, yeah. at least... You can admit that you don't know why and that you are right. like you will think about it. You can't articulate everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, so hey. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I know, man, but I don't know. But also, okay, so here's here's the other part of it. <laughs> here's the, the devil on my shoulder that's like, Yeah, but this is that some stuff sucks. Like oh. some stuff just sucks. Yeah. Like it's just like there's T V shows that suck, there's movies that suck, and there's people that like it and they there's people that like shitty things. Yes. So like I can't completely throw that out that idea. No, you, you don't. You, you do not have to. Yeah, absolutely. You do not have to. Like, and there's there's like public agreement on certain things, especially that are like, hey, we know this is this blows. This is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the hate that Nickelback gets, <laughs> so much of that should be actually be directed towards a lot. To I feel a lot of country music, and it's not like they're they don't make like stuff that's like horrible to listen to. Yeah, yeah. You know. They kind of just became like a meme. Yeah, and you did. know because you like them. <laughs> they did become a meme. Yeah, and you're hundred percent right. Like, it wasn't all good, but it was not bad like that. When there's so much worse formulaic country yeah. stadium pop that is getting churned out. Right. So yeah, I hundred percent, one hundred percent agree. Because and I think someone who can, someone I think could tell you why they like Nickelback more than why they like um insert stadium stadium rock country song morgan wallen who we constantly shit on yeah i'm gonna feel terrible if i ever meet that guy <laughs> i don't know are you probably i mean I, would I, you have the balls to say hey i can't understand why people like you no i'm in not in a disrespectful way but i say so like i can't get into it in any way probably if I had had a couple drinks, especially, yeah, yeah, I would never, I would never, I would never be mean directly to anybody like that. Yeah, but 
you know, I would be like, I have to, like, if we were hanging out for a while or whatever, and I was just like, oh, like, like what's being famous? Like, like there'd probably be some, <laughs> yeah, there'd probably be some, like, preliminary, like, just, like, hangout stuff. Eventually, I'd be like, you have to understand, I don't, I cannot, I, some of your music literally makes me angry to listen to because I think it's so terrible. And just, like, I just. Yeah, what's the next part? What's the question for him? What, what about this fusion of trap drums and country music is actually genuinely... or, or like do you like yeah as in do, does he like like what what did, like, like what do you like about the music that you make what oh that might be the question basically my question would be the the what i get from this is that you are you are going for broad appeal and you know it and you have no there's no intention for the quality of what you're making. Like that can't possibly now, would you be tell, the case. Would you say that to him? Maybe not. Yeah, that's like that. pretty. I think you have to ask him what he likes about it. Maybe not. Maybe not gotta, the quality thing. But I'd be like, it strikes me as this. It strikes me as you're trying to do broad appeal by mixing trap drums and country music. Is tell, this tell is this genuinely the music that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is an expression of yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you go. trying to achieve something? There you go. Suck it, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be polite. I couldn't be mean about that. Plus, I mean, he could just be like, fuck off. I have. You know all this money and all this attention. Like, why and do I give a shit about ruined what your you relationship think? with a celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? It, Maybe. What? What are you gonna do then? I mean, would you tell like a rival athlete, like, fuck you? Like, I really like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't respect you. I've rooted against you my whole Is life. Is that the same thing? To a degree. <laughs> I mean, it's about having the balls to say what you really feel about somebody that you've never met. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I don't think you're saying. You're not being disrespectful in the stuff that you're saying that you would say. It's just being brutally honest in a way. Like, it'd be hard for me to be nice to, like, Manny Machado. Right. Like, I'd be like, dude, like, you're, like, you don't have to understand how many obscenities. It'd probably be funny, but I'd be like, I've yelled so many obscenities at you through the TV and called you so many names. And, like, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you more likely to get beaten up by, Morgan Waller or Manny Machado? Uh,. I don't know. Manny, is Manny Machado that big? He looks big. He's a professional but, athlete. But I'm just saying, who would be more likely to try to fight you? Not who would you win or lose to a, you know, in a fight. I think Manny Machado might antagonize me a little I bit. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, so that that's probably I, I could see Morgan Wallen being kind of a tough guy for like a few seconds, like a few lines. Yeah. Like, hey man, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then be absolutely nothing. And like, yeah. would not fight you or anything. But I'd be quicker to fanboy over Manny Machado just because I love baseball mm. and like he's so good at as it. As your way out of the fight? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd probably counter with like I was like I'd probably I would probably start with you have no you have no idea how many obscenities I've yelled at you and like you've pissed me off so much and all this stuff about like what you did to the Mets and then I'd be like at the same time you're absolutely incredible at what you do and I res- like I respect what you do and like i've like i you know like you're you're amazing at the sport you play right 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 and like i admire that yeah all right i've got a new game who would you rather fight <laughs> justin timberlake or bruno mars they're both getting smoked no just who would you rather like same situation you're like for some reason in a bar with they're one both of them, so likable and that's they're such like a, that's such a bad they're i don't care they're, they're you know they're they're antagonizing Antagonizing you or whatever And it's gonna go down Like Who, who are you Bruno R strikes me as like That little kid on the playground That talks a lot of shit Or could be That like Just like He's just that little it. guy That's not really good at anything Which yeah, just yeah. like Just antagonizes people Like he's kind of behind his boys Yeah And he says He says He adds to the Yeah 
the fire, but he's not. Yeah, I could see me not. getting pissed off more about that than like him just like saying some shit. Yeah, I feel like Justin Timberlake's probably like kind of scrappier than you think. Like probably. I think he's got a little bit behind, you know, a little bit in him. Yeah, I that, agree. And that Bruno Mars probably. Is Bruno Mars from the hood? He's though? got he's got good moves. So like, what's Bruno Mars' background? Uh, Justin Timberlake's a country kid, isn't he? Heroin, I think. Heroin. <laughs> Can we push a T? Like, where's he from? If he's from, like, a rough neighborhood... My guess is L.A. Yeah, L.A.'s not a bad guess. He's from Hawaii. <sighs> <laughs> I don't... I feel like that... I mean, it doesn't it, change the answer. A little bit. I mean, I feel like like native. He's like a native Hawaiian, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have like a. They've had a rough go of it. I feel <laughs> like in general, you know. Oh right, and JT's from Memphis. Yeah, I mean, country dudes don't fuck around. Yeah, and if, if they, he's rural. and they and they have like, like I don't know, gangs down there. They do have gangs in Memphis. He definitely wasn't in one. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> But they have one. Got hard in the, down there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're probably both scrappier than I would anticipate. All right, I got another one. But I feel like I'm more likely to. Who would fight you rather Bruno fight in, in their prime? Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre? <laughs> it's been a hit women, though. <laughs> I didn't say that. How about you? What do you mean fight? I didn't fight however you want to fight. I have to fight a girl? Well, you could put them in a headlock or something. I don't know. Thinking about fighting girls. <laughs> Because I was just thinking about, like, Reba or Dolly. In their prime. In their prime? (laughs) Dolly Parton's so sweet. I've seen Reba McIntyre be a little bit more, like, you know. A little sassy? Yeah, because of her TV show, not in real life. (laughs) You know, just because my sister likes her TV show. Probably Reba. Dolly Parton's adorable. I feel like I just can't do it. Reba's so tiny. Yeah, I'm not going to fight either of them. But if I had to, I guess it's probably... You could, like, hold one on the ground until... Somebody like calls a fighter or hug. Yeah, you'd be like, you're going to stop. I was thinking about this the other day because I was just like, like apparently a lot of domestic abuse comes from women and it just doesn't go report because cops just don't really, aren't obligated to do anything about it, which is kind of fucked up. But I was thinking that I was like, man, like if a girl punched me in the face, like what would you actually do? I feel like I'm probably like, I, like there's going to be a part of me where it's like, if I can't control, if I get hit a few times, especially with objects. Oh yeah, like there's got to be at some point where like the rules of this go out the window. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna punch oh, me oh, in the face, hit them back. Maybe I don't know about hitting them back. Like I probably it's probably like I'm gonna have to get them under control in some way. Okay, yeah. But like I'm not holding back as far as like I'm getting you to the ground and like yeah yeah yeah. You know, I mean it's I have to neutralize it. If there's some kind of threat that they're like gonna hit you with a frying pan or something yeah crazy like that, then yeah you have to protect do whatever right yeah situation. like yeah. I, I remember uh, like hearing about these people that were mugging uh, people like walking down the street. I don't know if it was Philly or not, but it doesn't matter. They were like hitting people in the face with bricks. Oh yeah. That's, that's here. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, some of them were girls. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, man, if like, if I was walking with Liv and some girl hit her in the face with a brick, like I think like another girl you're saying. Yeah. It's probably likely that I'm not, I don't think it, I don't think I'm abiding who that, who that person. Yeah. Is, I don't yeah. know if I'm abiding by the guy girl. Like we can't hit each other rules. now. If you hit her with a brick, yeah, yeah. Like you could kill her. Yeah, yeah. Like we're no, that's super serious. Yeah. I wonder if in that situation, it's really dark. <laughs> like really fast. Yeah. Um, like I wonder if in that situation, <laughs> if you kind of subconsciously think that and like 
push this girl to the ground. Like you're if if your first instinct is not to like throw a punch, but it's to it's to like get him to the, like push him down really hard or or whatever. Yeah. Like I feel like it's <laughs> getting way too far into this, but <laughs> like I feel like if a guy does that, your instinct is murder. You're going to you're going to probably try to throw a punch first. Yeah. Because you are probably thinking that he might do that to you as well, but I think if a girl throws a brick and like you know, you're faced with the next move, you probably aren't going for a punch anticipating that she's not gonna throw a punch if that makes sense like yeah. like you know as you know like fighting you know if you square up with someone it's you're about to start punching each other right like you're probably not squaring up with this woman who just threw a brick like you're probably immediately gonna like tackle her my, my in my mind like you're gonna push her to the ground or, or something like i guess forcefully i don't know man that'd be pretty least, hard if- that's what i guess in my mind if it was me i don't think i would like Put a fist up to punch someone. Yeah, like if, if a woman, you know, small woman or whatever, like walks up to me and throws a brick at me or someone else. Yeah. So that's something. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> you could see yeah. I was. You could see in my face. I was like. <laughs> I, there's, there's no point. <laughs> there's I didn't make a point at all. <laughs> okay, I mean, we we put ourselves in a tough spot. You're talking about fighting women. I don't know. Okay, you, so what if Dolly Parton threw I was, the brick? <laughs> I just I was thinking about this like the other day because I was just thinking yeah, yeah. about the domestic abuse thing, and I'm like, what would it take for me to actually like hit a girl? Yeah, because it wouldn't it wouldn't be ever like. You know, just especially because like just having sisters or whatever, but also just because I'm a decent human being, like majority of people, I feel like just like are not cool with like, you just understand the the unfairness of it. And yeah. it's like, I would never be compelled to do that no matter how angry I was at somebody. But if I was getting punched, like, I don't know, like I just, you never know what you're going to do when you're in that moment. But I was just thinking about it. Yeah. I was just meditating on that. Like what would actually like. Literally meditating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clear all the thoughts in your except mind, except punching me. <laughs> except how? What's yeah. the threshold of you punching a woman yeah. in the face? Speaking of fighting, breaking news. Uh, Jake Paul via my mom. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I just saw that. That's nuts, dude. I think he's earned it. Sure. I mean, mixed martial mixed martial arts is a whole different game than. Oh, boxing. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, it's PFL. Oh, I thought it was PFL's MMA. Oh, nope. I thought it was boxing. Nope, that is mixed uh, martial so arts. So he's ready to to. I mean, he's like devoting his life basically. Like, he's not really doing anything else. Yeah, other than man, that. I don't know. It's a whole different thing. Striking. Oh, for sure. I just. But uh, he's gonna make a lot of money doing it. I mean, I saw him. I don't think he. I saw him doing kickboxing, like throwing leg kicks and stuff. And it looked. He looks good. I mean, he's a good athlete. Clearly, he's like training a lot. But I'm curious to know how he's gonna handle wrestling and jujitsu and all that kind of stuff. You know. And people are gonna watch. And he's gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, I don't think he cares that much about winning or losing he's done a lot of winning but i i just he just i think he just knows that he's making a lot of money yeah that's true we haven't touched the records yet let's do it <laughs> let's put them on we haven't talked really about music at all uh, we th- had our musical resolutions that's true there's actually one thing i do want to show you super random but it's so cool okay um and it felt like in the episode where as clearly people can tell yeah we're just spitball and whatever the heck we want to talk about which i do think that <laughs> thank you thanks um we that was a live 
sound effect, by the way, people. That was not added in post. Um, the um, that the episode is clearly just like you know, whatever the heck we're oh, talking about. I have one to show you. I have something interesting to show you. Why am I holding this like I'm an old person? You really are holding my I don't iPad. Know. I hate that the search is so freaking small. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, found this guy, this musician, who has a very unique talent. All right. Take this, Randy. Take it? Yes. You have to watch it to like actually appreciate it. <laughs> this guy is a one-man band. Can I say the title of the video? Maybe? Yeah. Molotov Cocktail Lounge. Give me the name of the song. Song by Steel Beans. Steel Beans. So for those listening, this guy is playing the drums and the guitar. So he's strumming with downbeats? Yeah, with his wrists. And sings. And makes a good song. That sounds like Black Keys type stuff. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. White Stripes, Black Keys. That's dope. I like him. I was just like... Blown away? Blown away. This dude is... I mean, that's two instruments that you're not supposed to be able to play at the same time. Yeah. Like, they're both so involved. And, and he's limited, for sure, in what he can do on the guitar and drums. Yeah, he can't, like, solo, but... Yeah, like, there's, there's just certain things you won't be able to do, but he can produce that's gotta a be legit song. exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And he's not in, like, good shape. You can see he's, like, he's yeah. a bit of a larger guy, but... I thought that was freaking sweet. And so his name is Steel Beans. Check out Steel Beans. Um, Shout out to that guy. And that song's actually like good. He's got some decent songs. Is that songs. his original music too? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's on Spotify. Um, but I recommend people to check that out. Like dudes, he's not he's not playing the piano and harmonica and singing, you know, like something that can complement each other pretty well. Yeah. Like he's he picked Two instruments that are not yeah. really supposed to be possible to do both at the same time. Yeah. And he and I just I guess the overall thing is that he he also made a good song. That was cool. Yeah, like that was really, really like good. He, he isn't just doing it. Yeah. Like I'm surprised he hasn't hit he one of the like talent show circuits, you know. Oh yeah. I can see him on America's Got Talent. Yeah, but I guess people like it's that's how, st- how that old is that? That stuff, that stuff is so fake though. Yeah. Like That's true. It's it's I mean the talent is real. It's just yeah. to the whole production of it's like so ridiculous. So I can see why someone, especially a musician like that, would not want to be like he would just would rather not. Alright, I got one for you. I'm trying to think about how much context I want to give you. I want you to to like if you had to describe a scene, like for what's going on or how this makes you feel for something like what emotions you get from it. Like I just want you to Take okay. it in and Just listening? Me. Yeah. Will you then will you then give me the context of what it is? I will. Okay. It's about it's about almost four minutes, but 
you gotta let it kind of build. Okay. So we can. We All right, can everybody, everybody, join need. me. Comment below. Yeah. <laughs> your emotions, and smash that like button. I'm in, I'm gonna meditate. I'm just curious. Because I, I read the YouTube comments of somebody talking about showing this to somebody that was unfamiliar with it. Does it get louder? Uh, this is good volume. Well. emotions were you feeling um let's start with this do you think a good thing was happening or a bad thing was happening or neutral yeah yeah like what do i picture the scene is yeah i picture the scene is like uh not like montage in a way of like of like destruction Okay. That's what I get. So, like, you know, it's showing different locations of, of bad uh, aftermath, I guess, of like yeah. something that happened as well. Wow, that's pretty nail on the head. <laughs> so, the movie is um, Hereditary, which is a horror movie. Which I haven't seen. Holy crap. Oh, man. <laughs> Great movie. Um, and, oh, uh, do you plan on watching it? I think at this point you gotta yeah you gotta say whatever so your, your point is. Basically, like what happens is like it it's spoiler 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 alert. Where I won't spoil too much, but this this demon basically is trying or this cult is trying to go through this possession ritual for this demon that they worship. That's like one of the kings of hell, and he they accomplish it at the end, and it's basically like them all bowing down to this 
new this person that this demon is now possessed and it's like kind of like it was triumphant in what it set up to bad do thing. the cold yeah and, yeah and a bad thing happening and i was just like man that like it came up on my suggested in youtube and i just like was like oh i haven't seen this movie in a while because it was very fucking it's really good but yeah. it's pretty disturbing yeah yeah and um like i just was like man this is like the perfect I was just so enamored. I was like, man, this soundtrack is so perfect. Like, that was so good for the moment of what was going on. It's funny. It's just funny, though, like, that I just pictured... I pictured, like, a sci-fi... Oh, you know what I pictured? Oh, you know what I totally pictured? What? And it. And now that I think about it, it's a... Re- I think it's really similar. Um, I'm trying to figure out who, who did it. Okay, no, I don't recognize the name. Um... Did you see Blade Runner? The newer no, Blade Runner. I heard it's really good though. Man, that is just like that. Wait, let me let me get let me get the thing. Let me get a thing. Okay, one second. I was looking at YouTube comments because I just okay, okay. there was one that said, um Well she the guy said, I played this track from my mom in headphones and she, and didn't tell her where it was from. She listened to it, said it sounds beautiful, so it was the soundtrack for the discovery of something extraordinary and great for humanity. Wow. Like the return of Jesus yeah, that's or interesting. something. And he was like, amazing how it can hit different when you don't actually know it's from a horror movie and the main theme for The Devil's Arrival. Yeah. Because it's like... That is really interesting. The way that the saxophone wails... It's the sounds. It's the horns. Like, it could go either way. It sounds like... it Almost like you're like... Like the guy said, like, it feels... It's peaceful at the beginning, then you're like fulfilled, and then it's like something's wrong. Like, it feels like there's something wrong. Yeah. And you can't really like put your finger on what it is, but... And what I think is really interesting about that specific thing that you're talking about is like that scene is suspense. Um, (laughs) Do you need that? No. No. Um, no is in a way it is about success. It's about triumph. Yeah. But triumph of something. Yeah. So demonic. So from their, those people's perspective. Yeah. Like, that is that feeling, you I know? know? That is so how scary. they would look at it. It makes me uneasy hearing it still. Like, that movie, you should watch it regardless. Because, like, I didn't tell you enough to, like, that it's not worth it. That yeah, movie yeah. is one of the best, like, made horror movies I've seen in a while. Same dude made uh, Midsummer. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. All right, so we can cut this if I'm in, if I'm just, if it's not that similar. Okay. Or if it's like too hard to find, but this is I'm gonna click on some random one random songs for oh wait this is 1982 um for the Blade Runner because I like I've I turned the volume down it, on the iPad so you did yes okay um it is where is the volume the top yeah right there that's yeah. Maybe it's the beginning. It's Hans Zimmer. He's so good. It's one... It's one scene that I'm thinking of. We we should do, like, a legit movie score. Yeah. We haven't done, like... Legit movie Bring back Chris for that. Alright, this is the idea. 
This might be it. Maybe not. <laughs> that one was intense. It's that sound. It's that synth that I think it's just throughout the movie that reminded me of the horns. Yeah. Well, is it like a this is it nothing good's going on right now kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds kind of like menacing. Yeah. That's funny because it toes it toes that line. I have chills. I don't really know why. <laughs> that that's this this movie though. It's like it's so spectacular in like in the the audio and the the visuals. Are Did you just see it like, in theaters? No, I just watched it when I had COVID. Nice. Did Ridley Scott direct it? Do you know? I don't remember. We could probably go through the whole thing, but it's not it's not worth it. Damn. But. That it's like it's so. I think that's one where, Similar, where yeah. the the soundtrack is so crucial, to, to the context of yeah. what's going on. So make me want to watch movies. <laughs> really, we is. should do that. Yeah, let's honestly let's do that within the next couple episodes. We should we should do that. Do do the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, movie score. A score. Yeah, yeah. Because like that's, it, true. that's a different conversation than a soundtrack, soundtrack for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know what we could talk about with that. Star Wars. Yeah, we haven't done that. <laughs> and Interstellar. And Interstellar. Because remember, we talked about that a little bit, remember? Yeah. And we had that... Do you remember that outro? Where yeah. I made you... Yeah, you made me give the... The, the, the spiel. Well, there was one part, too, to, where to I was song. just... I was talking normal about the emotional part of music, and it was just playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, like, just fit so yeah, perfect. Yeah, Right, because that's what we... We talked about the emotional yeah. part of music. But, right. we, but, like, to hone in on movie scores more specifically I think would be really cool yeah so we should do that I agree we that's, should also that's probably be really fun for horror movies just more like more than that's a good point like also hereditary but just some more just play it and just even ones we both oh, haven't man, seen just should, to see if we get fucking like actually we feel weird we totally just made like a segment yeah like that would be so fun to like I come with three songs or scores if with the ha for, from a specific scene that you haven't seen before, yeah, right. And like, what do you get? What like, do you what, feel? What do you see versus yeah. what happened? Yeah, that is actually sounds really interesting. I want to do that now. We're just not prepared, <laughs> <laughs> no, right? I'm gonna be good at it because I was good at fucking describing your coworkers based off their Spotify rap. So here's the thing: if yeah, anybody you, knows how to derive things, you're from doing just well music. with that. But <laughs> all right, what are we playing here first? Al Green or the other guy? Uh, so it depends on, like, I'm down for some Al Green. Yeah, and then Let's we can kind of yeah. conversate if we if we need to. Sure. Do 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 do. So those do, unfamiliar do, 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 with Al Green. How would you describe him? Funk, I guess, right? Um, bluesy R and B with a little side of funk because it's okay. not. It's definitely more. Like more emotion than yeah. the fun aspect of funk, if that makes sense. Gotcha. At least to me. I was looking at the, like the track list. More R and B like surprisingly ain't no sunshine on there. I was I was like That's not Al Green. Oh you're right, you're right. <laughs> it's Bill Withers. Yeah. 
You're right. <laughs> if I, uh, uh, same same guy. I was telling someone how funny this the story was that you opened half of that, and you saw a shirtless man that you didn't you didn't recognize just yet, yeah, and you're like you're like what the heck what is this? Snowmobile accident. Oh okay. So we're on the we're on the record player, and we're assuming it's gonna sound like slightly warped. Yeah, it's cause it's cause of the way it yeah it rotates. So the guitar's a little off, but the vocals still sound good. For sure, and that's kind of the fun. So just just letting you people know. Yeah. I noticed it when I was listening to my uh, Creed's Clearwater Revival album. Yeah, so I was yeah. Like, Thumbs off here. And it's funny cause they they do a lot of like. Like, like there's a lot yeah. of movement in the yeah. the like octaves of the. It, of the I should have just put a different one on because I kept going back and forth on my phone to that to like see if I could figure it out. I'm like, this sounds so <laughs> close. This almost sounds like it should be like that though. It's yeah. like that old style that. It's like one of those things where, um, like I remember. I played uh, Roses by Outkast like in front of my dad. You know the piano solo in the beginning? Immediately, he, which I love. He was just like, oh. And I was like, what? He's like, that piano is so out of tune. He's like, that's rough to listen to. I was like, you think that's rough to listen to? Really? He's like, it's so out of tune. He's like, it's just like it sounds. He's like, it's yeah. not what a piano is supposed right. to sound like. just immediately yeah. recognized it. Yeah, I was like, whoa, interesting. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think. The most recognizable song on this. Uh, let's stay together, probably. Yeah. This is this is baby making music. This is baby. That's what I was thinking. A lot of his songs are focused on staying together with a woman or winning a woman over or. Yeah. Some kind of relationship. So side one is tired of being alone, which is playing now. There's call me parentheses come back home. I'm still in love with you is the next one. Yeah, there's here a lot I of, am. There's a lot of convincing <laughs> love and happiness. Then let's stay together. I can't get next to you. You ought to be with me. Look what you done for me. Let's get married. <laughs> What's he trying to say? <laughs> so he he doesn't have her in the beginning. He's alone. He's tired of being alone. Right. Yeah. But then he he had her, but then he lost her. He's saying, call me, come back home. I'm still in love with you. Here I am, come and take me. Which is like, do you think he showed up? Yeah, there's like a lot of convincing, but I don't love that. <laughs> yeah, do you think he just showed up and was like, here I am? True. Or take he's like, I'm here. Like, you need to come and take me. Because it's like, you need to come do this. That's what I think the first one. But that's in parentheses, though. Here oh, I oh, oh. It's here I am, parentheses, come and take me. Come and take me. Yeah. He's naked. And then there's love and happiness. And then I get, they're back together again. But it gets and then, rocky. He said, then he says, let's, let's stay, stay let's together. together. And then he's like, I can't get next to you. But then it says, you ought to be with me. Which could be like, you're still in the relationship, but it's like, yeah, that's you when he, should that's be when he proposed. Yeah. Look what you've done for me. Let's get married. Al Green. It's funny, because it's a, it's a greatest hits this. album, so it's not like... <laughs> A cohesive, yeah, man, yeah. stories. I love this, like, four different poses, but the same guy. He loved himself. <laughs> On this one, yeah. 
There's a, uh, there's a, you should look it up. There's a R&B singer named Randy Brown. Nice. <laughs> and uh, he's this black dude with an afro, and one of the, his album covers is just him like straddling a girl, and he's just like looking up, smiling. It's like one of the funniest. What's the album angle? Covers. Straight on or the side? It's like kind of from like diagonal. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> you should look it up. Yeah. It's great. His face is just, it's just it's hilarious. Okay, he's not quite straddling her. He's on top of her. He's on top of her. <laughs> I was picturing both le- like leg on either side. Right. Which yeah, it, that's true. Which it almost looks like it is one of them, but it's not. But. <laughs> <laughs> is Al Green the one that sings that like? I'm so in love with you. Yeah. Is that on the album? I feel like no. Because I think that's the name of it. I feel like that's one of his greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could be wrong. I thought it was. No, no, it definitely is. He has an album called I'm Still In Love With You. That's not Let's Stay Together? No, that you're going to recognize Let's Stay Together for sure. That's his most streamed song. Yeah. Then there's Tired Of Being Alone. So, How Could You Mend A Broken so, Heart? So part of this... Because I think this could be a, a kind of good conversation too. Is kind of back to the we've talked about the emotional piece of a long time ago of music, right? And and this is clearly like a soul, like it's soul R and B basically. Yeah. And anytime I ever listen to anything that's soul, whether it's from the '60s or now, and in anywhere between, like. It's not good unless I, like, feel something. Yeah. Like, and I don't even know what it is that I feel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, let me, let me pitch you this idea. So Pitch it. I feel like... 60 seconds. So soul is a religious term, right? And I feel like the type of vocals are very gospel music-y. Like, so, I don't know. Like, it kind of... I think you're supposed to kind of get whatever that feeling is that when you hear like a great choir harmonizing like mm-hmm. i think that kind of comes through with like the type of vocalization that's in soul okay so i don't know it's it's like a something that resides in everybody it's kind of like some kind of common it is yeah vibration that you kind of feel yeah. like united with people but in that context so like i don't know it's like there it's just like whatever you're Acknowledging the soul of everybody that's also in you, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Or at least, at the very least, whether it's about other people, it's about the person delivering it, yeah. right? The artist. And that you are recognizing and you're empathizing, essentially, yeah. with that, with whatever emotion they are dealing with or conveying with right. that music. Yeah. And for him, obviously, it's. It's often related to some kind of you know a woman in some kind of situation. Yeah. But then you can have like, like the Black Keys have songs that are very soulful, that have nothing to do with a woman. Like you know, context context is something completely different. Yeah. But you can still feel whatever that 
whatever they were going through or wanting to convey through their music like you you are like acknowledging it yeah in a way right right i just can't describe what it is i all i can say is that it makes me feel something yeah <laughs> and that's it sounds dumb. i feel something yeah it sounds dumb but <laughs> you sound like a robot that's like experiencing emotions for the first time <laughs> yeah playing some soul music and yeah. see what happens i feel something <laughs> i don't know what it is <laughs> What you mean when you say love? <laughs> Emotion. <laughs> Soul. But like, do you, but like, that's funny because that's supposed to kind of extend across all music where, well, not all music maybe, but you're supposed to feel the emotion of the person singing it, right? Like even an emo, you know, it's emotional music. Yeah. Do you, do you feel <laughs> yes. that way? Not the same. No. Uh, and, and I don't know if that's Someone specific to me. Like, Where are you? Now, you don't, you now don't I will same. say <laughs> so, some of those that like 2000s emo pop punk whatever like they really get their emotions across well in some yeah. of those songs yeah. with like their way their voices are and like just, you know the style that they yeah. they made that in. But it, nothing has compared to just like classic or, or modern soul like i agree like kelly finnegan who released his bro so he's like modern soul so he released that christmas album that yeah changed my perspective on christmas music a bit and like i didn't think i would feel so much about christmas music yeah until he, i heard that and i'm like damn like i just something about this. like you just like you, I don't know. You like squeeze. We're celebrating Christmas. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which is what traditional Christmas music is supposed to make you feel. Here's another. Here's another physical reaction to listening to soul music that I don't get in many other and many other things. Is it makes me like like want to like close my eyes. Oh. And like remove oh. another sense. Yeah. To like. Get lost in it? Yeah, to get lost in it and enjoy in it. Versus, obviously, like, electronic music isn't generally like that. Yeah. Or, like, dance music. Cause it's, it's going for something specific. But your average rock or indie, you know, whatever it is, country, like, nothing makes me do that the same way. Yeah. For right. the most part. Right. Which I just find to be interesting. I don't, I don't, and I don't know what it is about the composition that... They're able to. I don't know. We could put some context to this. Convey that. It has its roots in African American gospel music and rhythm and blues. That makes sense. And, and so, and this is where I, why I was thinking about it too. So, I was texting a girl, <laughs> and um, girl. I was texting a girl, and we were talking about like music that we liked or something, and they're like, they're like, what? Oh, it was about Spotify rap, and they're like, what is indie soul? And I'm like, you know, what? I don't really know because there's so many genres and whatnot. It's it's modern and it's non-mainstream artists that make independent soul music like. yeah i guess it, it, but the the artist that like jungle who we played 
is right up there where they're they're relatively electronic but in a you know a, a classic soul style yeah which makes sense why that would be in indie soul right. slash, you know more modern soul but I was like you know I don't really know how to explain it all I know is you could feel it, it makes me feel something yeah, yeah. yeah. and then and then but then they kind of understood they're like okay sure like they they took that as the explanation which I thought was interesting um this says so this is just from Wikipedia catchy rhythms stressed by hand claps and extemporaneous body moves are an important feature of soul music other characteristics are a call and response between the lead vocalist and the chorus and an especially tense vocal sound tense yeah I will say, there are a lot of good soul songs that have that like background group of singers, like often a full female group of singers. Yeah. That is kind of that call, call and response, you know. Like, I think I honestly want to say they probably have. There's been some in this music that we've missed, um, that I really like. So that that makes sense in that in that context too. Dude. They are listing some subgenres here that sound fascinating. So it says the key subgenres of soul include the Motown style, a more pop-friendly and rhythmic style. Yeah. Deep soul and southern soul, driving energetic soul styles combining R&B with southern gospel music sounds. Memphis soul, a shimmering sultry style. New Orleans soul, which came out of the rhythm and blues style. Chicago soul, a lighter gospel-influenced sound. Philadelphia soul a lush orchestral sound with doo-wop inspired vocals as well as psychedelic soul which is a blend of psychedelic rock and soul music that's probably pretty cool i would love an example from each each category here if possible do you want me to to tag team that yeah if you want you guys can listen now uh, all right so so for for psychedelic soul pioneering acts working in the genre included sly and the family stone who okay. did, you know, some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Dance to the Music is my favorite one. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, Isaac Hayes, and The Temptations. Mainstream oh, acts okay. that developed a psychedelic sound included The Supremes, Stevie Wonder, The Chambers Brothers, The Fifth Dimension, Edwin Starr, Rare Earth. You know Rare Earth? Rare Earth sang, I just want to celebrate another day of living. You know that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Wait a minute. Something golden wrong. Cool. Someone's on the phone. Three o'clock in the morning. So for Philadelphia Soul, Fred Wesley, the trombonist of the James Brown band and Parliament Funkadelic, described the signature deep but orchestrated sound as putting the bow tie on funk. Oh, more funky. The genre laid the groundwork for disco. Ooh. By fusing the R&B rhythm sections of the 1960s with the pop vocal tradition, uh, that makes sense. And featuring a slightly more pronounced jazz influence in its melodic structures and arrangements. Man, that's fascinating. Like the history of music, so cool. Like, yeah. we, we really yeah. don't touch on it. We enough. haven't touched on it. At yeah. All. That means we have to actually do work, Randy. I know, but it's fun. Like <laughs> this is cool. I don't recognize any of these artists that they're referencing about Philadelphia Soul. The OJ's. The orange juices? You might you might recognize. John Oates, The Roots, Vivian Green. One of David Bowie's albums apparently was partially recorded in Philadelphia and influenced by the Philadelphia Soul Sound. 
But soul music apparently dominated the the pop charts in like the 1960s. Because it made people feel. Yeah, it did. Well, Ray Charles is one of my favorites. I mean, he's he's a soul artist, you know. But what type of soul? I think just straight up soul. There's no straight up. Just straight up soul, bro. What else? What's it gonna Apparently, say? Apparently. <laughs> what? Sorry. I uh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Laughing at, oh wait, this is real. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> so I'm on Chicago Soul. Yeah. Um, Chicago Soul artists. So here's this all-female group. Some called someone called the Perfection. Someone called James Phelps. And then there's the Chicago Bears. And I was like, okay, who's that? <laughs> so I started reading. The Chicago Bears are a professional American football team based in Chicago, Illinois. And it's because they made music. You remember when they made music? <laughs> and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Curtis Mayfield is on Chicago Chicago Soul. Holy shit, dude. Ray Charles has 12 children. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> dude, see, alright, it says genres R&B, soul, blues, gospel, country, jazz, rock and roll. Soul. Straight up. No, no, no. That's what it says. No, obviously. He pioneered soul obviously music. Obviously, that exists. You're fucking out of your mind. Obviously it exists. Oh, um, New Orleans soul is influenced by boogie woogie style. Boogie woogie. <laughs> boogie woogie style. It's boogie woogie. <laughs> and pianos were heavily used in soul music, as you can see pictured here. <laughs> Why is the saxophone so much larger than the picture of the piano? Okay, so I wasn't sure. They didn't know if we could be, we could see it. Harry Connick Jr. is in that group. The guy that judges American Idol? Yes. Really? No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Told you. I guess he is the junior. Are right, you want me to flip it? Oh, he was born on the 11th of September. Do you want to hear Let's Stay Together? Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Your face. It's like, why did you do that? You want to know something funny? Well, I'll wait until you have your headphones on. Oh, it's yeah, it's just based on this. Wait, what was the first one? What was the first style? What was the first style of soul that you mentioned? I've been going backwards before New Orleans. Before that it was one before Southern, yeah, it was Southern. Because it kept getting more and more specific. Yes. I should look into the specifics of these. Oh, you're right. This isn't super bad. You know what's interesting? 
The longer it's been spinning, the less warped it sounds now. Or we just got used to it. Or we got used to it. <laughs> True. Oh my god. What? <laughs> In Southern Soul, there's someone, there's an artist named Big Rob. Rob with two B's. Really? Big Rob. What if it's Parker's ancestor? <laughs> That's how my mom just found out that his last name is Parker, or his first name is Parker, like last week. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I bet you she thought it was Rob time. Parker. She didn't think it was Rob Parker, but she just thought his last name was Parker. She's oh, like, you've never said his last name to me. And I was like, really? Like in five years, I've never said Parker Rob. I was like, I guess you're right. I guess I just introduced him as Parker. I'd always called him Parker. Like yeah, I had but- no reason to say Rob around her, you know? But, she, but that made her think that it was his last name? Just because, like, you call certain people by their last name. Like, I have a friend, Visco, that I just call him Visco. True. You know? True. Like, that happens. For sure. Come on, Mom. You know, I was trying to think. There's... How many people I actually still do that to? Just a few. Feels like a high school thing. Yeah, but, like, one of the kids I'm in a fantasy group with, I still call him just Grimaldi. You know? Last name is, is he's Anthony Grimaldi, so it's not any shorter to say. Oh, no! And there's a bunch of Anthony's, <laughs> you know. Do you not have any friends that you still call by the last name? I don't think I ever called anyone by the last name. Really, in high school or I don't anything? Think so. Wow. Maybe soccer. Do you want to guess the only person that calls me by my last name sometimes? I just came to see. Cole? No. Joe? <laughs> no. Chris Drake. Chris Drake? Yeah. What's up, Brown? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually it's, it's it's like, listen, Brown. It's usually how it's, yeah, how, it's yeah. how it sounds. Yeah. This is just fantastic, dude. To me, this is the, t- I mean, the whole thing, obviously, that we've talked about with vinyl is it sounds softer, yeah, more inviting, yeah, pure. It it feels like, especially because this, you know, this music was made for vinyl, and then no, it's it's, digi- it's, so nice. it's digitized later yeah. on. The clean part's really like the like the best describing term for it. It's just so pleasant. Yeah, it's that just, it feels like, you know, Ray Charles, Bill Withers, like I Al need, Green, like I all this need, stuff a, is probably. So good on here. I need a Ray Charles vinyl stat. Hear that, fans? Yeah. You want to get Randy a gift? Send me one. <laughs> you want to try the other one? Yeah. This is I can't get next to you. You see, I can make it rain when I want to. What do you think is I'm putting you on the spot And I'll tell you what what mine is But if you In case you have anything What do you think is Your single Or one of your favorite conversations That we've gotten out of All of our episodes Oh god And I'll tell you what mine is If you want to think While you want to think about it Can I go look at episodes? Yeah, I guess if you want. I have to. I mean, that we've talked so much. Yeah. So I'll just tell you, mine is. You are very much putting me on the spot. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
Um, and and what might help you too is like what what maybe have you brought up to other people completely not related to like the podcast? Like what what have you wanted to get people's opinions on, or what do you want? What did you want to get to know about somebody? For reference, so like yeah. guilty pleasures could be one. That's like a more funny one. But, that was so know, much fun. But that could be because like that's yeah. a great thing to ask somebody. Yeah. But my favorite still, and it came out of just just not on purpose at all. Yeah. Was the international rap episode where we oh, yeah. where we started talking about like what percentage do you you know how do you value how do you value the you know the instrumental and the music versus right. the lyrics like. What percentage falls on the importance of the instrumental compared to the lyrics? And it was just, I was, it was so interesting because me and you were like just super opposite. Yeah. In that, yeah, in that, that's true. And I, and I've gotten into, into conversations with people about that because it's just like it always sparks something interesting. You just get to, you get someone thinking about how they process music. Which I think is always a really cool conversation because because yeah. we had that and we have it recorded of right. like, wow, we're kind of processing how we're different in the way that we're you know how we listen. Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest conversations that we've that's we've true out of this. Yeah, I, thought it was just, I really I thought like it was that. So interesting. Yeah, because it was just, like you said, like the there's like the actual we figured out an actual distinction where it's like. Generally, people you just look at people's tastes like, oh, you just like that, and I just like this, be- just because we don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was cool to get to the bottom. It's of the that. why, Randy. It is the why. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and then later on in episodes, when we'd be listening to someone's song, there were times when you'd be like, man, it was really cool how they said this in the lyrics, or like it was like you're like, oh man, the lyrics had no substance, and I'm and I just kind of go with it, but I didn't really listen to the lyrics <laughs> because it takes me the fifth time through to to try to listen for the lyrics yeah i'm listening for the other stuff um so like we've been able to notice at least i've been able to notice that even after which i also find to be really interesting i liked i like doing the the chills stuff oh yeah that was pretty cool just because I, i like that was more of like what like just the differences in like what gives you chills and what gives me chills yeah yeah i thought that was really interesting um I really liked I really enjoyed talking about um like Lil Dicky and the Lonely Island and all that kind of stuff. Oh, like that yeah. episode of kind of like the comedy music. Comedy stuff. Because it was just like Like where does it fit? Yeah. Like yeah, I, I just like, I really like enjoyed just the it was a long time ago, but I just like the like I don't know, like why why some of that stuff has lasted as long as it does. Like there was there was one point where um I like Liv and I were just talking about the Lonely Island and like it was the weekend we were at Penn State and um, like the one morning we just played Lonely Island like we hooked up the laptop to the projector and just played Lonely Island music videos just like for like an hour just went through all of our favorite ones and I was just like man this, these are still so enjoyable yeah yeah and part even of it if, is because the, the music yeah, yeah yeah like yeah. just the like the um, it's a key part of it yeah like the uh the like attention and like care they gave to actually just making like a good song on top of it being funny. I was just like, man, that's so like, yeah. I just like admire it so much. Yeah. Um, and then we watched little Dicky stuff and like the the professional rapper that one like with Snoop Dogg, 
just because the music video is so cool but just like him explaining everything that like what he wants like basically it's just like his like mission statement as a rapper i don't know it's just like that stuff is such it's uh, it's pretty overlooked like it's so you, overlooked. You, just, you don't really have conversations yeah. about it because it's so creative you have conversations about how funny it is yeah right or you know right but it, but not really like in a serious note it's just so creative yeah. I think that's why it's so like yeah. I love it so much Because I'm just like Man like Just like how much Different stuff you have to Blend into this To make this good Like I just like I don't know I'm so enthused by it Yeah Yeah Man I forgot about that We, we also did play Richard Cheese <laughs> That's a different conversation <laughs> That guy's funny for Classy He's hilarious Alright Next album This one we can be A little bit more active Okay I I think we could probably play it through and it'd be good, but it's not going to be the same as you could just leave that on right. no problem. And it's just like such easy listening, yeah. but we should definitely play what I believe is the first one, which is the one that I know. So I can, so, so I can, you'll get a sense of who he is. Do you want to intro this guy? While I'm setting up? Next up we have, <laughs> well, I guess the context of this whole thing is that, as we know, Randy is a, a record player, and so I got him two vinyls for Christmas. Very nice. And the Main Street music on Main Street in Man Young um, had Al Green, and then I also found just kind of digging through because it's pretty fun to like dig through and see what you're gonna find. Um, this guy Eli Paperboy Reed, who I know one song of that's solely his, which I think is this first one here. And and then another song he features in, but I don't really know the rest of his music that well. <coughs> if it's if if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's gonna come in pretty hot. It's gonna come in hot. Sometimes. Okay, it's not. What's where is um your sins are gonna find you? That's out? track two. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm already. Kind so, of surprised just based off the yeah. cover. So you look at him, he's, you know, he's this white guy who's got a little bit of swag, a little bit of confidence. Yeah. But he looks like a basic, you know, basic guy. And he's got this really old school style and vibe to him. He's got Elvis hair on the back. Which is why I also picked it because you can tell his music is an ode to, you know, some a classic style. Yeah. And I felt like it would translate well into a vinyl as well. Yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because you wouldn't get this. So this was recorded in 2015. You would not guess that just listening to it. So uh, most of these songs are new to me. Unlike Al Green, which is, you know, I was relatively familiar with. Great guitar. So clearly, blues, soul, some rock influence in there. And this, like, what is that? A little electric piano? Yeah. I'm digging this. this yeah, is good. this is good. What is this one called? Hold out. There's the call and response from the soul. Oh. You get a free digital copy. Nice. Well, you just like a code or something? Yeah. Spotify. 
What I what I like about artists like this too is like it feels like authentic, even though we we don't know him at all. It just comes across authentic to me. Like he's like he's an old soul, or he's like he was one of those type of people that maybe should have been born in the 60s or 70s. Like yeah, and this kind of just lives through him, right. and then he expresses it this way. Which I think a lot of people can fake, but like to me, it just yeah. Like this clearly, you have spent a lot of time listening to the stuff and admiring the stuff, yeah, and studying it. Yeah, but I think you're right in that it comes off as genuine because it's like you, there's no, you are not riding any kind of trend making this music. You are making it because you deeply appreciate this style. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the song that I know. I hope. So this is your sins will find you out. Dude, that's so funny because like you, he doesn't look like a what, dude that would make get. this music at yeah. all. Um, and so I found this. This was a the intro to a podcast, which was sick. It was like it didn't feel like it made sense, and maybe they, he was friends with him or like. He paid money to get to get yeah, it right. there, but it was it was a, it was an intro, I believe for oh you know maybe it was for a meeting, because it was about the the college athlete scholarship scandal with Laurie Huffman and yeah. and all of them. So this was the intro song just oh. about that whole situation. About your sins will find you yeah, out. so I guess it's about meaning, but. So, you know St. Paul and the Broken Bones, right? Yes. Have you ever seen what that singer looks like? No. Look it up. I just learned this a, a week ago. He was... They were at Brooklyn wow. Bowl. Wow. They were at Brooklyn Bowl for New Year's, and I, someone was there and sent a video. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. This guy is not at all what I thought. bio because why not yeah country and soul music have always been two parts of the same stream says eli paperboy reed the the influence flows in both directions take a listen to reed's exceptional new lp down every road and you know exactly what he means the record finds reed reimagining a host of merle haggard tunes as classic soul rave ups tapping into all the hurt and heartache of the country legends catalog and channeling it into explosive performances fueled by punchy horns and ecstatic vocals Reed's guitar playing here is more pop staples than Roy Nichols, Nicholas, Nichols, Nichols, and the production more fame than Bakersfield. But he changes little in the way of melody and architecture, instead recasting the arrangements to present Haggard's tunes in a new context, one that blurs the lines of genre, geography, and race to reveal the common, distinctly American threads tying them all together. Reed spent much of his teens and 20s immersing himself in the juke joint culture of Mississippi and playing organ in the Chicago church of gospel singer Mitty Collier. In 2005, he returned to the Northeast and began turning heads with a series of albums that earned widespread acclaim, with NPR hailing his music as inspired, raw, and powerful. 
and uncut lauding its urgent electric energy. The records landed Reed, major label deals, song placements in film and television, and festival dates around the world as he established himself as one of the most compelling and consistent soul men of his time. Yeah. Mississippi, that, that's really dude, cool. Dude, playing Down gospel music yeah, yeah. Yeah. In, in Chicago. I mean, that's legit. Like. Yeah. Yeah. There's your there's your soul influence right there. Clearly. Dude. The country thing is really interesting. Like, So they're... The, and the only influence is the the storytelling of co- of old country music. Yeah, I think it's a specifically old country music that he's trying to get across the heartache and the yeah the like. I mean, some of this though, some of the guitar in. like the like that that's some but of that's that. more bluesy to me than I that country. Yeah, but that's my, that's I guess that, that was, was, that was the crossover. Yeah, that yeah. was the good stuff about country. That's yeah. like Johnny Cash. Right, right, right. You know, like right. he's got that kind of feeling to him to a degree. That's the, that's the heartbreak part of this country thing, man. Because <laughs> yeah, that yeah. it used to be fucking it's awesome. It's changed. It is a <laughs> Things done change. <laughs> Not for the bid. This is Cut You Down. How many songs are on this? Uh, 11. This is Cut You Down. This is that's from Johnny Cash. This is literally from a Johnny Cash. <laughs> Sooner or later, God's gonna cut you down. Sooner or later, gonna cut you down. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't even hear that until we were talking about it. It'd be sweet to be in the we'll be in the studio with. This them. is like a cover of that <laughs> yeah, song. It might be. Like to to be in the studio with him for this would be so interesting because you'd imagine like I feel like there must be a lot of movement. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this is it's covered. To generally change some of the lyrics. That's funny. That's one of the very out of place songs on my gym playlist because for whatever reason it gets you pumped it's up. It's the way it hits. It's just like. Gets me pumped. There's a specific part of that song that gives me chills. That that's why I threw it on there. There's a lot more of a happier vibe. The other one's like, you're gonna get what's coming to you someday. Sooner or later, God's gonna cut you down. That one's just like, cool, <laughs> cool. Wow. He's got the range. Oh, you think that was him? You don't think so? I feel like that wasn't him. Yeah, there's someone else on there. Cool. Does it say where he's from? He's from the Northeast? He said he returned to the return to the northeast. He's from Massachusetts. Wow, he's forty. Yeah. Of stuff that's like kind of covers the ones that Grateful Dead song. Wow, you might 
What is this uh, album called? My Way Home. Because that one that you mentioned in, in the description, yeah. Down Every Road, is like pretty pretty new. Okay. New last year, so I haven't heard that at all. Yeah, he hasn't put out an album, it looks like, since 2018. Oh, no. This is his last album he put out. He put out a single in 2018, but he hasn't... He hasn't oh, wait. No, here you go. There's an album from 2022. Yeah. So, I, but I think he had a, a long break there. That's weird. Doesn't I thought Spotify usually arranges them by chronological order. Yeah, Mama Tried is a Grateful Dead song. So. It's like turning into a little mini artist spotlight. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. I do think we could. We could listen through the whole thing. Yeah. We don't have to if we want to skip it all, but I'm good with whatever. I can flip to the other side, see what's listen to a couple from there, and call it a day. Sure. Yes. I'm not sure. Wait, hold on. Just this part. I'm not sure what the instrument is. It's really interesting. Let's see if that goes again. Oh, it's his voice. It sounds like a guitar. Alright, yeah. The organ I thought was so interesting. He has this classical organ. Not classical, but you know. Extremely culturally relevant organ playing, you know, where like he's in there. He's not getting classically trained necessarily he's like experiencing it right. and that definitely comes across in his music it's kind of the same thing with uh, Amber Mark where I was like when I read her bio I was like her music makes sense to me now because it's like she has this, such an eclectic yeah, worldview yeah, yeah. of living in all these different places. And, like, it's all this blend of stuff. I was like, this makes... This is you. This comes across. This is Eyes on You. I'm going to have to go listen to his new album. I agree. After this, just like so while while we're on it. In contrast to Al Green, who's tired of being alone, <laughs> he would rather be alone. That's <laughs> <laughs> what of the, the song. Wow, was. we were telling a story tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, and it's funny saying this too. Depending on what makes it in at the beginning of this episode. That kind of makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Comes full circle. (laughs) Earlier when you were like uh, saying like he was born in the wrong time, like he he belonged in the 60s and 70s, because he likes to hit women. He likes to throw bricks in people's faces. <laughs> bricks in people's faces. Mm. 
So I think... I think... Okay, so you know my take on concerts. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think if I... I could probably go to, like, any soul concert, regardless if I know them or not, and have a and have a better time than most other genres. I could see that. And I think it goes to what we were talking about of, like, it it transcends just knowing, like, just knowing the song itself. Yeah. Like, it, it cuts a layer deeper than that to the point where, like, you're just... You, you're in deep, you know? Like... <coughs> So, like, I mean, I would say know him, but I feel like I could go to a concert and not know a bunch of these songs, and, yeah. it, and it doesn't really matter. I do not feel that way for a, that, like, for most artists, for concerts right. in general. Like, <laughs> so, just know, that's that's a rare take for me. Well, um, what I really enjoyed was a few months ago when I went to Zesty's on a Friday, and they had the live music. I was like, man, like... Zesty's, like... Yeah, on Main Street. Oh, Zesto's. Zesties. Oh, Zesties is the other one. Zesties is a pizza place. Zesties is yeah, the one. Zesties is the Mediterranean place that used to have the water. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they had live music fit in there, dude. It was, I mean, just fit, oh, but okay. it was, it was great. Like, the, it's a band. We we met the guy that uh, is like the lead singer. Um, he's a lawyer, and then just like <laughs> has been doing this band, and he, he they've been doing the Friday there for like a long, long time. But the combo of like just having like a nice dinner and with like some some good music going. <laughs> you hear feeling this. This is such this a is, church. This is, yeah, yeah, this is a church. Yeah. Um, but I was like, man, like I just wish there were more places like that where yeah. I could just go sit down and eat a nice meal and listen to music. Yeah. Like it was just like it was so great. And I feel like definitely for the soul stuff. Yeah, I guess you go to different cities. Yeah, you know, depending on where you are, yeah. that have that all the oh, time. Man, dude, the live music, which I'm excited to see again in uh, New, New Orleans, Orleans was yeah. freaking right. incredible. Right, it was great. Right, Nashville, New Orleans, yeah, like certain cities that are yeah. like Nashville was pretty good, but um, Nashville actually, that's Nashville had some good stuff. And that's become so commercialized. I feel like yeah. if you if you are in the main strip, like yeah. there might be live music, but it's probably pretty formulaic. Right. I'd rather find like the diving places. Yeah, exactly. With, which with we found one that was. I really liked and uh, New Orleans it was just like every place there was there was cool where they were playing kind of music like this with like horns and stuff and there are people kind of doing that old school style of dance as well you know almost like swing like swing dancing yeah. it was great Brandon. I was just like man this is <laughs> there's no way he was good at it right uh, I don't know <laughs> you think well good I don't know I don't know. <laughs> well, I, know I just don't know what I don't know what good at swing music Brendan is. and Steve at a swing dance class who's better Steve, for doing dance as long as he did, was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. From what I saw. Yeah, he's not a rhythm guy. <laughs> he's not that coordinated. He's yeah. really strong. Yeah, He's yeah. just not, like, hand-eye coordination. Isn't and he was thing. in the wider dance Did the amount of times I've tossed him something and he's completely just flubbed <laughs> it, I'm like, are you serious? He's like, I can't. He's like, oh, this isn't my strong suit. <laughs> I just think being good at swing dancing, like, the first time, it's probably just really hard anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I wouldn't put it past him that if he was bad, but like that would be expected. Right. Except for me and you, we'd kill it. I would learn it pretty quick. I mean, it's so much about rhythm. Yeah. Like so much about rhythm and yeah. being light on your feet. As far as I know, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know. But you know, you know how from, quick I from, am from what I've seen. Yeah. You know my cuts. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> you saw me torch John on the football field. Oh yeah, I saw that. Even though he was in quote unquote great shape 
He was in zone coverage. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about that with somebody the other day. Um, John does listen to the podcast a lot of the time, so just be careful. Oh, it wasn't anything <laughs> no, bad. I, know, I, I, I was just talking about how much. It'd like, be funny if all of a sudden you just absolutely roasted him. Roast yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we. Were, I was just talking about how fun it is to to go against him in competition. Like it really brings out. He brings out such a competitive side of me. Right, in a good way. Yeah, and not like a, I'm gonna be mad at him. No, it's that, just fun because yeah, yeah. he just like he wants to do well, even yeah. if it's like a menial sport. I'm just like I like I like that. Like it's just it's fun to show up and like. Is that where Rulebook Randy get, came from? Get in the mode. Rulebook Randy came from, I explained from one pool. rule about pool. and the, Against the, John, I think. It wasn't John. It was Joe. But Joe was there. I th- feel like John was playing. John was playing, but Joe was the one that ran. It was like, Rulebook Randy. Because <laughs> I, I said one rule. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> prick. He was cracking me up on New Year's. Very in the mood to shotgun beers. <laughs> For confidence. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the silliest he, drunk oh, person I know. He oh really my is. What? <laughs> he so we were up for late, right? And I didn't get to get to laying in my bed until four in the morning. Yeah. And he was up, so I'm like watching a video but falling asleep, and like eyes are closing, and I get a text in my hand, and Joe just said like. It'd be a great time to throw the football right now. <laughs> and he ended up sending me some voice memos, and I saved two of them. And I, and I need to play them for you. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I wish you you indulged him and threw the football just to see if he could catch it. This is not the first time that he's, he's asked at night where there are no lights. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun part. There's streetlights, Mac. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to play. I'll play after we're done with the music. Okay. <laughs> They're so good. On the podcast? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> All right. Yes. For sure. And if this is how we'll get Joe to listen to the podcast, then so be it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, wait, how are you going to play it? I just put it up. Okay. All right, so you, you can hear the gospel influences. Yeah, I like that we've God. gotten. Oh, it's great, and I, this is what I expect of good artists to like give us different styles. Yeah. You know, and we've gotten we've gotten all of that, which I I love that. Like the last one was so interesting. It was such a change of pace, but it was just what we said. It was. Yeah. It was clearly. Oh, there are other vocalists credited on. Yeah, this. you can tell. There's. So he's Eli Paperboy Reed is guitar and lead vocals, and then there's an organist, bass, drums, and just like general percussion. It's such a like. The names of it too are all like dudes you would like you would think it's like from a, the fifties. So it's Eli Paperboy Reed, JB Flat on organ, Michael Isvera Montgomery on bass, Noah James Rubin on drums, Lauren Humphrey on percussion. Harmony vocals by Donald King, Sean Harris, and Von Newman. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool that this like makes it. 
to today. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. I always like people wonder, recognize it. Yeah, I always wonder about stuff like that. Like, how much stuff are we just leaving behind? But it, it, that's where I think it goes back to the the authenticity. Yeah. Like, it doesn't come through if this guy didn't live in right. Mississippi and play organ in you know in a church. Yeah. Under like it's what sounded to be a, a music like an actual musician. They they mentioned someone by name. I thought. Oh, in in Chicago, yeah, it was like oh, a, it was a gospel person yeah, yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, you know, he's lived the experience, yeah. and so that genuine, you know, that that comes through, and I think that's why. But I think a lot of people, to your point, I think some of it probably is left on the table. But I think the ones that are the most authentic are the ones that do get through yeah and that's just because they earned it you know and that and that makes sense like they they did the work for it you know what's cool is he's an actual artist that put like his playlist aren't his music oh it's yeah his like it's like eli paper reads like country soul playlist like what he likes to nice. listen to yeah the gospel according to eli paper reads, which is like just a bunch of gospel music like that's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Like I'd much rather hear that than like, oh, here's a playlist of my songs that yeah, I like. That have I could just arranged. go find. Yeah. Yeah. Like thanks. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, Eli Paperboy Reed, you have a new fan, and if we have an opportunity, great, to see it was a him, great purchase. Great. Good job. Because Thank you again. This is awesome. I didn't think that it would disappoint necessarily, but it's been even better than I yeah. than I thought it was. He's be. great. He's fantastic. And Al Green was a nice little warm up to him. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we play these voice memos? Um. Can we just talk about how good of a karaoke song Axel F by Crazy Frog is? Yeah, it's really good. So bing, funny. Bing. But you have to know the song, right? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Like, but hilarious. I'm totally gonna do that uh, when I, you know, next. I'll tell time you I what. Can. Hordy's suggestion of Tainted Love was a pr- that's a good karaoke. It's song, funny yeah. that you said that you knew the words and you did not. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I said I don't know the words. I, I had to Google them. I think he thought you said that you knew them. No, I said I don't know them. I have to <laughs> Google them. Like I'm gonna have to Google them. That's that's the first thing I told him. He said, "Can we do Tainted Love?" And I'm like, "We can," but I I'm gonna have to read it. Like I don't know it. That's funny because it sounded. Like and it looked like you like just went along with it like ah yeah I think I know him oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe I did <laughs> but it's not like you weren't trying to hide that you were looking it no, up I like was, you had to look I was it up reading from my phone yeah but the Axel F where it has like what thirty words total <laughs> yeah. and then a lot of frog you know crazy frog sounds. Dun, dun. It's so fun. Ring, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Not that so crazy frog. <laughs> so funny. All right. So the moment you've all been waiting for, and I guess what we should close it out on, unless you have anything else specific, I no. can close it out on these voice memos. Just that look out for a uh, movie score episode coming soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Send us your favorites. Definitely. And and I want to do some drafts. So if you have any draft <laughs> ideas, concepts, like we did the 2000s pop artist draft, I'm all ears. You think it'd be too broad to draft genres? Probably, right? Not if we do specifically do like subgenres. Okay. Right. Because like... That's more of just like, what are your favorites? Because you can't do like rock, but you know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You know, 
some Pop. some specific you know specific thing that would be kind of fun genres could be fun. okay one gripe i have with this hard to get in <laughs> not worth it yeah okay here we go there were three total <laughs> one of them was too long and it wasn't as funny, but these two were hilarious. I'm so excited. So this is drunk Joe McLaughlin at four in the morning on New Year's, the te- what is technically New Year's Day. Um, and this was after we texted a bunch of times. Not a bunch, but we texted. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> here's the context. 3.48 a.m. He texts me. Hey man, it's Joe. <laughs> and then he said, "Could really throw a football right now." <laughs> okay. Okay, and then he okay. Here we go. Here's the first one. Hey Mac, it's Joe. We're thinking about going to the Mummers Parade tomorrow, if you'd be interested. Which I knew Maybe about. Maybe we could throw a football next to the crowds and hit people in the head. What do you think? Here's Nav. Bonus point if you get a right in the bald spot. Right in the ball sack. <laughs> there we go, brother. <laughs> right, okay. I love her in the background saying, it's not what I said. So, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't answer anything, and then so I got this then after. <laughs> this is the, I need this as like, I don't know, a ringtone or something, especially the end. Can you save these? Hey, Mac, it's say. Joe. Did you go to sleep yet? It's four in the morning. This is prime lottery hour. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he wanted to get scratch offs at four in the morning. It's prime lottery hour. <laughs> oh, he's up there with like my favorite drunk people just because he's so random. Yeah, it's, it's so it's funny. unbelievably like you don't really understand what's kind of going through his head. <laughs> no, his wider weekend like, stuff. Like you can't understand what's yeah. going through his head. Let's make a video about the fact that you're not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> right, that kind of sums it up, like that that yeah. whole thing. Oh, uh, what a gem! What a treasure! All right, all right. So we. Talked about a lot. Talked about nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, for had a while, absolutely yeah. no uh, no plan. So thanks for just like sitting around with us. Yeah, and, thanks for and, hanging out and hanging out. We did just kind of stumble into some interesting stuff. Yeah, hopefully stuff. we didn't lose you. We probably lost you. We didn't lose ourselves though. I don't give a that's shit kinda, about. Do you remember the, point. the thing about from the beginning? Is I just we've never cared yeah, about the audience. Cared. Yeah, except you know, for Andrew. I care about Andrew. You know, Andrew's good. Andrew's we good. didn't talk about his wrapped, and I feel really bad about it. And I brought it up to him like five times. He sent it to me, and I just forgot that he sent it to me. Oh. And did we didn't? No. We I remember didn't. you bringing that up before the show. We never talked about it. Mm-mm. Talked about Brendan's. <laughs> talked about Brendan's. Sad. He said he he felt a little embarrassed about some of them on there too. Why? From us making like, did we make fun of him? No, no, because he was like, oh, I didn't want these to make my top five. Uh, wow, well, whatever, man. You can't so, feel bad about your top five. But I just thought that would have been a funny thing to talk about. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew, <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Andrew. Maybe we'll maybe we'll go through his rap next time. We could, yeah. We definitely still could. I very much enjoyed the episode we had him on. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining. Hopefully you, you learned a little bit about soul music. You later. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Go jump, eat, jump the gun. I'm go, sorry. Eat, go eat your veggies or something. Yep. Munch, munch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pause it. Shoot.